Today's devotion is from John chapter 19, verses 25 through 37. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own home. After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished, he said, in order to fulfill the scriptures, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, and they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head, and he gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation, the Jews did not want the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, especially because the Sabbath was a day of great solemnity. So they asked Pilate to have the legs of the crucified men broken and the bodies removed. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once blood and water came out. He who saw this has testified, so that you also may believe. His testimony is true, and he knows what he tells, that he tells the truth. These things occurred so that the scripture might be fulfilled. None of his bones shall be broken. And again, another passage of scripture says, they will look upon the one whom they have pierced. Today we focus on the community of faith being formed by the beloved disciple and Jesus' mother. Jesus glorified his father, and he himself was glorified through his crucifixion on the cross. But there was more to come. God and Jesus would continue to be glorified by the women and the disciples, the assembly of believers. This community of faith that was born was given birth through Jesus's glorification and exaltation. In chapter 12, verses 23 and 24, it says, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. In Jesus' exaltation, this community of faith also bears fruit. A little bit later in verse 32 of chapter 12. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. The cross shapes the church. Jesus glorifies God, his Father, by being obedient unto death and by abiding in God's love. The disciples will glorify God and Jesus by remaining in God's word and by loving one another. 
This is the church reflecting the glory of mutual love in their own community. In verses 26 and 27 from our reading today, it says, When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. And then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. This mutual love reflects the glory of the Father and the Son. In John's Gospel, Jesus' mother appears only two times. The first time is at the wedding in Cana, and the second time is at the cross in Jerusalem. These appearances bookend Jesus' public ministry. Jesus had brothers, but they were kindred brothers related to him, but not related spiritually by faith in Jesus. They did not believe in Jesus as the Son of God. However, the beloved disciple becomes a spiritual brother who along with his mother forms a new spiritual family. The beloved disciple has faith in Jesus as the Son of God, and so Jesus considers him now a brother as he entrusts his mother to him and to his spiritual care and to his physical care. Jesus' mother was one of several women at the cross. The only disciple mentioned is the beloved one. Otherwise, the men that are at the cross are the soldiers, four of them. And these soldiers were the executioners. They're, one, they're the ones who executed Jesus and the other two upon the cross. And so these executioners are set in contrast to the women who remain at the cross, faithful to Jesus, trusting in Jesus as their Messiah. Jesus died to reveal God's love for the world. A person's willingness to give up their life for one's friend is the highest act of friendship, an act of love and commitment above all others. Yet Jesus dies for the sake of the nation, for all of Israel, and for all the scattered children of God around the world. This love is not a sentimental love, but it is a battle-tested love. In chapter 15, verses 23 and 24, Jesus says, Whoever hates me hates my Father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not have sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my Father. And yet because of this evil, God's love has engaged their hatred. But God has engaged their hatred with his love. And God's love has overcome this evil. God's glory is revealed throughout this crucifixion, in the flogging, in the mockery of Jesus, and in his crucifixion. 
God's glory is revealed in all of this. This is the love that shapes the early Christian community and shall be our identifying value as a church today. So the question is, is it our identifying characteristic as a church or not? Love one another as I have loved you. May God bless your reflection upon this devotion and may God bless your day.